For those of you who want to learn more about Antichrist, I would also recommend that you listen to, uh, you can find it on YouTube still. It's incredible. Two hours and 20 minutes long. It's called, uh, the la the latest one I found was called Prophet. Although he didn't never said he was a prophet, but he had the gift of prophecy. Prophet Ken Peters, I saw the great tribulations. And he talks to the Bible Prophecy Club and he describes a dream he had where he saw this Antichrist. And he said, now, Mr. Peters has passed away. Uh, he was a minister and, and performed great, great ministry. But he said that, uh, he said, I shall never forget the man's face. He looked almost superhuman or supernatural. He did have the power to perform miracles. And yep. he took over a world order without so much as a hiccup or he didn't see anybody complain about him coming into power he promised all kinds of things and then slowly they took away what they took away the freedoms that we take for granted and eventually led to the persecution of those who would not renounce their faith so i would recommend you listen to ken peter's dream it's extremely powerful and it, I find so many parallels between what he describes and what the scriptures describe. So I would just commend that to you sometime. It's worth your time. It really is. Well, let's get back to the other aspects that you saw. Um, the scriptures talk about the city of Enoch returning yes. to the earth. Did you see anything about that? <clears throat> yes, I did. Um was a very, very brief scenario or vista that I was shown of, of what I thought initially was like a comet, but I'm not sure that's what it was. It was some sort of orb that was sort of red in color, and I basically was told that that is the mechanism or method of transport that's going to bring the people of the city of Enoch back to the earth to join us. I don't know um, if it was a planet or a comet or exactly or some sort of craft or whatever. I don't really know what it was other that they will be within it, come to the near to the earth and then come down to the earth and physically join us on this planet. Okay, so for those because, who, go ahead, please. Th that's basically all I had to say about that. Okay, so for those who, read about Enoch we know that he lived 365 years Genesis 5:24 and Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him well we learn from the revelations given to Joseph Smith that not only did Enoch leave but his entire city was taken up into heaven and Moses chapter 6 or 7 says that Enoch is going to return with his people once again upon the earth uh, so what you saw was that return and you were told by the spirit or by John or by, how did you learn that, that what you saw was Enoch and his people coming back? It was just a brief scenario. I was shown a future events that would transpire in the future before the return of the savior, that it was necessary for them to come back and help prepare the earth for the savior's return. And I, some of these, uh, brief clips of things that I was shown 
sometimes it was the Savior speaking. Sometimes it was John. Uh, it just depended on what it was. I don't specifically recall which of the two gave me this information, only that I was shown this information for whatever particular reason uh, okay. it was shown to me. Okay. <clears throat> we also read about the 10 tribes, the literal gathering of the 10 tribes. Did you see anything about the 10 tribes just out of curiosity? I was not given any specific information about the 10 tribes. Let's go on to... Um, did you see anything about the Savior's return? Like, uh, there's a very famous description in the, actually, it's in the, I think the book of Zechariah, where the Lord appears at the Mount of Olives. Did you, did you see anything about that? And can you describe it? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> I was shown the area around the Mount of Olives. And it was very, at that point, point in time, it was very desolate. It looked as if, and I don't know this for sure, but it looked like it had just been an area where a war had taken place because what I saw on the earth was a bunch of rubble and these like pyres, the smoke of things burning. And I saw military people patrolling in, in the area. They had weapons. It was very desolate, very isolated, other than for these military people going through and on patrols. And I saw that there was a great earthquake and the savior appeared or descended down from above the mount of olives and the mount of olives was split in two and that what did was you basically see next? well this was not immediate as a consequence of that but one of the the next things i was shown to to transpire and this ties into uh, what people call the rapture. This is my understanding. There's not going to be a rapture before the Savior's return where people are taken up into the air or escape the tribulations. Everybody's going to live through those things, and there will be many that will be taken and called home and not survive to see the Savior's return before the whole world. But what I was shown <clears throat> that when that occurs, and this is very hard for me to talk about because it's, it's just difficult to talk about. Okay. But I was I saw I saw a very winding up scenes, a large mass or group of people marching. I don't know where they were marching, but it was a panoramic vista of people marching on the earth. And they, it was almost like a, a, the shape of an arrow with a person standing at the very front leading these people as they were walking behind this individual. And the leader that was on the face of the earth at that time, I don't know where they were marching to or walking to, but the leader on the face of the earth at that time was Joseph Smith. Okay. We're going to talk about I that in just a minute. Please, I'm sorry to interrupt. I saw people ascending, taken up into the clouds at the same time, simultaneously. I saw the Savior descend from the clouds or in the sky with the host of heaven. And there was such great rejoicing and joy because the work was finished to that point where the earth was made ready and willing, 
ready and, and worthy of receiving her Savior and her King. And all the spirits and the hosts of heaven and those upon the earth alive at that time all joined together, running towards each other and hugging each other and falling upon one another's necks with great joy and rejoicing and tears just flowing and just great huge hugs. It was just, it was just a scene that was just absolutely stunning. I can't even describe how happy everybody was. You know, it's interesting about great celebration. Go ahead. Well, it's beautiful. And and I'm thinking back on Alfred Douglas Young's autobiography. He saw the same thing, Jane. He saw a time when the ten tribes came down, and he said all the things he'd seen in his whole vision. Everything he had seen, nothing caused him to be emotional in any way. But when he saw the people fall upon each other's necks and kiss each other, he said he raised his hands to heaven and shouted for joy. He was so, he was just so moved by it. So this is apparently a very moving scene. And what you're describing is at the end of the tribulations when we've made it through and those who remain, uh, are going to have great rejoicing. This is just a beautiful scene. And maybe we should talk about this for a minute. Obviously, Jane, not everybody is going to make it through the tribulations. The wicked, as as it says, the Lord causes it to rain on the just and the unjust. So clearly we're not all going to make it. But is there some uh, solace you can give us for those who, let's say, die in the Lord before his coming? maybe through persecution, or as we know, we're going to have our martyrs. It's in the book of Revelation that the martyrs who were crying out for justice, they're going to have to wait until we have our martyrs in this generation. I, I can't address that. And part of the reason related to earlier in the podcast, I can say this, is when I was told I was going to be returned to the earth, I wanted to know if through the process if I was going to have to die again and if I was going to suffer. And here's the answer that I was basically given. And I hope that it will bring some sort of solace and comfort to those who have had or lost loved ones by violent means. I basically was shown or told that when a person is appointed into death and their time upon the earth has been completed, their mission, their mission is fulfilled, they're called home. And the Lord knows when we're going to be called home. And he knows sometimes we might go through, say, an auto accident and walk away from it or be seriously injured, or sometimes we might die as a result of those situations. But in those situations when we are surely appointed, it's our time to die and to go home, that in the Lord's mercy, just a matter of a couple of seconds, Split seconds before the moment of impact or explosion or impalement or whatever happens to a person's body to make it no longer viable to hold the spirit and, and, and support human life. The spirits are taken home to the Lord before that horrendous, horrible physical massacre takes place. 
part of the reason I say that is because it's done in the Lord's mercy and that it's been in many cases why when people have gone through very violent traumatic events, they don't remember it because literally their spirit has been taken out of their body split, split second or matter of mere seconds before the impact of those events actually occurs. So they never feel the pain. And I've mm-hmm. talked to many family members in my life about what they fear about death. And most people tell me they don't fear about dying or going home. They just don't want to have to go through the pain process of dying. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to assure many people, you don't need to worry about in situations of violent deaths, of enduring horrendous pain, because you're not going to experience the Lord is mercy takes you before your ultimate demise in those situations. That's really so good news. That, <laughs> hoping that that provides comfort to some people. And if they have situations where somebody has died, been murdered, or died in a horrible, terrible accident, and you wonder, well, did they suffer? I'm here to tell you, if they were appointed under the death, they're taken to home before they have to endure that kind of suffering. Very good news. And it, when you go watch uh, Ken Peters, he describes this very thing because he watched himself uh, be put to death, but before he was, and he's passed away. So this was a dream, but he said before he, his life was taken, that the Lord took a spirit from his body and he observed how he died, but he didn't feel any pain from it. So thank you, Lord, for that mercy. A couple more things I want to cover tonight. One of them is what um, events did you see on the earth? There's descriptions of all kinds of things happening on the earth, preparatory to the Lord coming again, the earth having a spirit and groaning under sin. Did you see, I think you mentioned to me that you saw some things happening in your home state. What did you observe? Um, there were a couple things that I, w- I was basically shown that attached to this planet, there is a female spirit attached to this planet. And that's why the Native Americans would call this Mother Earth. This entity that is attached to this planet is responsible for the regenesis of all forms of life in nature upon this world. And part of the situation in the last days, because of the level of the wickedness upon the face of the earth, that the spirit is grieved and literally moans and groans from the pain of the weight of the witness that this female spirit entity bears in relationship to it. Do you mind if I uh, (laughs) jump in for a second? For uh, members of the church, go to Moses chapter 7, verse 48, and I quote, And it came to pass that Enoch looked upon the earth, and he heard a voice from the bowels thereof saying, Woe, woe is me, the mother of men. I am pained. I am weary because of the wickedness of my children. When shall I rest and be cleansed from the filthiness which has gone forth out of me? When will my creator sanctify me that I may rest and righteousness for a season abide upon my face? Close quote. Many of the earthquakes that occur in the latter days will be because of this building, mounting pressure and weight of the wickedness that prevails upon this planet. 
And in relationship to your question, I was shown that in the city of my birth, and it's in a ring, the Pacific Ring of Fire um, earthquake zone, it's well known, but I was shown in the city of my birth, and I don't know when, but I was shown that there in that city are going to be three successively more powerful earthquakes. And I don't have any reference as far as when, but I was shown that the time is going to come, that the earthquakes are going to be so powerful that buildings in the city downtown area will literally topple and the bridges will collapse into the river of the Willamette River, which there are seven bridges. It's a river city that collect that connect the west side and the east side of the city. And every one of those bridges will literally collapse and fall into the river. The, the earthquakes will be so powerful. And I assume that that will also occur in other diverse places upon the planet. But I was shown this specific scenario because it was a city that I could recognize and relate to.